0: On this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap the insane divisional round. Uh, We're going to be talking about all four games at length, even one that Kevin doesn't want to talk about. Then we're going to preview the conference championship weekend. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam I was joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ollon. Kevin, I know you had a dog in the in the race here, but objectively speaking, was was that the best round of like or best like weekend of NFL football that we've seen like as a whole? It Yeah. I mean, like all four like coming off of the wildcard weekend where yeah. there were some major duds, which we talked about. I mean, yeah. I know you that you, one of the games did not end the way you really you wanted it at all. This but... this was
1: the polar opposite of last week and the disappointment that I felt surrounding the games last week. It, it was the ultimate maker week close. Yeah. With the exception that I couldn't enjoy three-fourths of it, yeah. which made it even worse because yeah. I was like trying to have this, oh, I love football moment. <laughs> and it was kind of there, but in the back of like it was like if you you went away with your girlfriend and had a great weekend, but she just cheated on you, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> come on!" And so it, I, I had a lot of feelings this weekend. I I sit before you a broken man. I'm sure <laughs> we'll get into it. Yeah, but.
0: so we're gonna we're gonna go chronological just to keep you know uniform here going through. So we have to start with the Bengals Titans, which great.
1: I had a good time. Yeah, no, this, th-
0: this was a good game. I mean, it was a. It was a good defensive game. It was obviously the first that we saw uh, the one seeds, and so that was always a question mark. the The Titans obviously had some more question marks about them because, especially their legitimacy as a one seed. Um, yeah,
1: and for whatever reason, i I never kind of took them as seriously as I took the other one seed. Which look how that fucking <laughs> turned out. But I and I think a lot of people had that same kind of feeling where the Titans had some real head scratchers this year and going into it, I feel like people weren't very confident and the Mm -hmm. Bengals were on such a heater the last couple of weeks that this, this wasn't shocking to me.
0: No. And and it's one, it's one thing that makes it, Challenging. I mean, Ryan Tannehill, who, you know, we, we've talked about, or especially I've talked about Ryan Tannehill um, since we've been doing this, since he's basically, we you know, been in Tennessee, this being now his third season there, not really getting the credit he deserves for how good he's been. You know, he's put up in the two years since he's been a starter there, since he took over in the same time span, he's put been putting up Mahomes numbers, which is the benchmark for, for QB play um, for a lot of people. And this year he, he fell, back. he resorted back to Miami Tannehill. And so that I think for me personally, that's where I really struggled to kind of get behind the Titans as well as their injuries. I, I mean, the defense, nothing was super special about it. Derek Henry obviously was out for most of the year. Julio Jones was barely around AJ Brown was banged up. He was, when he was there, he looked good from stretches, but Ryan Tannehill has been very, very shaky um and it showed i mean this game really really was bad
1: yeah something that kind of strikes me about the titans this year especially are the titans the afc vikings but like with some better outcomes because think about it you got a you got a young stud number 1 receiver you've got mm-hmm a really good running back and you've got a quarterback that like a lot of people don't respect, but is actually statistically playing pretty well for the most part. Yeah. And, and then like a kind of hey, defense and it's, like, I mean, I, it feels the same to me. I, I, I see know. the
0: the comparisons. I mean, obviously like while Tannehill and Kirk get put in a lot of categories, like just watching them play, they're I wildly different. Like, put Tannehill above Kirk. Oh yeah. No, I sure, don't know if
1: that's correct, but
0: yeah. And and I think wins obviously play into that. Like team success is going to play into that because if you boil it down the numbers, I mean, Kirk's the better quarterback. Uh, if you just isolate their play and I think yeah. Tannehill has, he is a much his, maybe you can argue that his ceiling's higher. Um, but his, his floor is definitely lower than Kirk. I mean, he has games where he just, I mean, like this last weekend, he looks lost. He throws fuck it balls, bad decisions, kind of forces things. And Kirk Kirk, doesn't do that. Yeah. First first
1: throw of the game that Tannehill had. Much ado about Derrick Henry coming back with his bionic foot. And the first play, they decide to to put the ball in Tannehill's hands, and he throws a pick right off the bat. And that was kind of – that was something that I liked about this game. There were – I mean, Tannehill threw three picks – burrow through one there were a couple fumbles i mean it was a fucking turnover fest which is how i like my not high flying games to go that's like the Mm -hmm. defensive equivalent of the last game which we'll get to but and there was there was that one interception that touched the ground i'm curious what your opinion is about that
0: well i i don't have an issue about that one touching the ground are you talking about the one that burrow threw
1: um, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. So near the end of like to allow them to tie the game. They ended up taking that ball and, and driving yeah, it, and tying it, it the game.
1: Basically turned the momentum of the game.
0: Yeah, it went off of Pirine's hands and uh it was a little further. He had a full extent for it, but clearly I mean, if he did what a receiver should never do, or a pass catcher should never do, and tip it up. And and I the the defender, you know, made a great break on it and he caught the ball kind of simultaneously uh, like as it's kind of near is it nearing the ground and it, it the replays did show like he didn't use the ground and that's the that's, that's the that's thing where I, I
1: was coming from too
0: yeah like I don't think he I don't I don't have an issue with the calling your interception they called it on the field an interception which I just don't see you overturning that I mean it's the, yeah, the rule that, clearly states like you have yeah. to use like if the ground is comes into play, it cannot be used to aid the catch, which it clearly didn't.
1: Yeah, like you can catch a football a millimeter off the ground and it grazes, you know, post possession and kind of because there were just a lot of people going, oh, it clearly touched the ground. It that, that doesn't actually matter if it if right. you already had the ball. It's not like if you dive and the ball touches the ground, it's a fumble. Like, that's not how possession works. So, yeah, I just, I was curious if if we were going to get that. Uh, I don't have an issue that, with like them calling not.
0: that. Just, just no, play. I don't. I don't have an issue with that being a, uh interception. I mean, I don't know. I think that Tannehill is, it, it, he, both quarterbacks, I obviously Burrow looks a little more poised. I do have one thing I want to note. Um, kind of some criticism. Obviously, Burrow sacked nine times. That's bad. Um, Is I don't it? know. I think that's the first time ever, um, at least since sacks were really like recorded, mm-hmm. uh, that a quarterback or a team that you know had seven sacks against them won the game. I mean, obviously, that's a huge yeah. thing. Um, typically, that does not spell positively for the team that happens to. I will say watching this game, I and I looked back at the highlights today just to kind of refresh myself and it showed all nine sacks and Joe, while yes, the Bengals offensive line, Joe Burrow kind of does like what Russell Wilson does. And he kind of, he invites he, pressure. He, a little bit. He, yeah. he, he, he allows this. And I think, I think it's just the mentality of him trying to make plays and I, he, you know, he's a big guy and he yeah. was very mobile his junior year at his first year at LSU um, back in college. And then his obviously his senior year. He became a, you know, he lit the world on fire with his arm. And, but like he, you look back at his college tape and you see that he's, he's shaking off. He's shaking through tackles or sacks. He's extending plays. He does. You, you're not going to get away with that in the NFL. Like tackling is much better. Players are stronger. They're faster. They're better at tackling um, or a little more sound at that. And I think that's, he needs to adjust that. Like that's going to a, get him killed. B, cause higher sack numbers. I mean, it's just, well, you well, a, never seen a has, veteran. It yeah, has, yeah, you're right. You've you, you already had problems. You've seen, you see veteran quarterbacks, you know, when they kind of turtle or they kind of just like, they feel the pressure, they just go down. They protect the ball because they know like a, I don't want to lose any more yardage than I currently am. I mean, there were several times he was sacked. He's just going back. It's like mad. And I'm like, dude, you're not he fast enough to get away from these guys.
1: There is there is a criticism to be had I think for the amount of yardage lost with each sack yeah. because like you said they were mad in sacks. I mean, he was he was but He lost
0: 68 yards. 10, 10 or 12 yards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I I do have a counterpoint for you about just kind of the whole, you know, turtling when when necessary kind of thing. That's just not who Burrow is, as a player for better or for no, right. worse. And yeah. I don't think that that's ever going to change because I had in my notes something that I noticed. And especially this year, it was a little bit last year, but especially since he's kind of come back this year on that surgically repaired knee, when mm-hmm. he gets sacked or if he scrambles and kind of gets tackled or something like that, the, the dude jumps off the ground. Like, like it's hot, you know, like he's getting, like he just fell on like the stove, like he yeah. pops up, with mm-hmm. with Mojo, with Moxie, I think if we pair Joe Burrow with Mike McCarthy, we might get something real special. But, uh, I mean, he's got this attitude and this kind of intensity and swagger that is kind of becoming his brand now. And I think that it's helping yeah. people buy in and it's helping him, you know, to be a franchise quarterback for sure, where, you know, he's looked okay, but, you know, he's still in that judgment period. And I think that – I don't, I just don't think I, – I can't see him – Avoiding it, I can't see him Philip Riversing or you know Peyton Manning and just uh, uh, whoops, and just gotta kind of.
0: I I'm saying it's more position. of like I I think you know maybe just from this weekend and just you know seeing a lot of games of him at least you know I mean probably four five six seven Packer games every year. I think Aaron Rodgers is a good a good example of a guy that yes he gets out of sacks. But he's also like at least one of the sacks per game. Yeah. He like he just goes down. And yeah, like, and there's uh, there's and, a balance you
1: know, I think to be strong. Like Tom Brady between. does it
0: too, and, but Tom obviously is Tom not it physically more, gifted. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's Tom, because he does not have the same mobility that Burrow or Rodgers has. Yeah, and, and there's and there's and a that's, spectrum that's between a like
1: between like Carson Wentz who <laughs> never does it. And yeah. Tom
0: Brady, who does it? I'm I'm no, not saying don't do it. But it's just it's it's picking your spots on when to do it. Like on a sure tackle, you will not get away from defensive lineman or someone like fully has you. He just like he he keeps the, the motion should not be to back up. That's my thing. He needs to change his like escape direction. Like he, his his instincts. Yeah, but his, his problem is, is that or sideways. Interior
1: offensive line is the biggest problem. where it's not even like yeah. the tackles; it's his guards getting
0: blown up. Yeah, and like I, I just think like he just I don't know. And I think that will come with experience. I mean, it's a second year, yeah. um, and he didn't, even, he didn't even have a full first year, so that's the just like a little year and due to the in AFC game.
1: Championship game. But yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I agree, and I think the the question that I kind of you know looking at this game. And you know, the Titans end up losing on a field goal. It's not like they lost by a lot, but their offense didn't put up a, a ton I of. I mean, numbers they had the and... game,
0: they had the game, and then Tannehill just kind of yeah. forced a ball into traffic. That, yes, mate, you can make an argument that Westbrook or I think it was to uh, um, Westbrook Akini, who, yeah. you know, A, I wish that ball was going to like AJ Brown, even Julio Jones. I wish he and, had um, an easier like a... name to pronounce if we're talking
1: about wishes. I can't. Yeah, get that guy out. yeah,
0: and he's but not good I, enough
1: for me to learn.
0: Yeah, and like he, he, they tried to force that at like a comeback route into traffic. The defender did a great job getting his hand in there to tip that ball up in the air, and obviously they, the Bengals jumped on it and they got the ball I think around the forty yard line, but that would have put them in the Randy Bullock's range for sure. And they still had over a minute, so they had plenty of time to. But but to do further you think that, that but,
1: the that the Titans should consider making a change at quarterback? Because this was an uncharacteristically bad game for Tannehill, but I feel like they've kind of hit his ceiling even in previous years where you're in the conference with the Patrick Mahomeses and the Josh Allens of the world, and yeah. and, and even the Joe Burrows and the you know Herberts and stuff like that, and Lamar Jackson. I mean, all of these guys that are head and shoulders above Ryan Tannehill, even if he's better than we originally <laughs> thought he was in
0: Miami. Yeah, and one thing—I mean, the only thing I can think of—they're—they're probably—I mean—they're kind of in the same situation as the Chiefs were with Alex Smith, um, yeah. You know, a few years ago, they have a—they have a talented offense. They're successful in offense, but they can't quite—you know—they're ceiling. They can see the ceiling, and with—you know—when they they took a flyer on a guy like you look at Mahomes and Allen. I've been listening—you know—listening to podcasts or reading stuff all week after the game on Sunday, and. Both those guys, what they have in common is they weren't sure things. They were projects. They were raw. They had a very, a, you know, a very high, you know, ceiling in terms of what they could possibly do. Their mechanics were all over the place. They weren't ready right away. And and I think that the Titans are in a position where they can take a flyer on someone. You know, granted, they're never going to be a low enough pick to get them right away. They're going to have to give up draft capital or a player to move up in the draft, but both the Bills and the Chiefs did that. They both moved up into the top 10 or around the top 10. And, you know, the Titans need to ask themselves that. Like, can we win in the AFC with Tannehill? I think they can. The answer
1: is is no. I mean, they can't do a Super Bowl like
0: that. The thing is, there's basically two ways of going about, you know, there are probably six, seven maybe only five elite, elite guys, guys that you, you look at being like, I know what I'm going to get year in and year out with him. We, eat one games. of those guys that Plug-
1: only applies to the regular season.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up already. <laughs> so oh, I'm, I'm going to bring uh, it up. I'm <laughs> glad you're there. Um, So I, that's good that we don't have to, I don't have to bring that in there. Um, no. And so I, there, there's certain guys that like, you know, if you're one of those teams, great. If you aren't, your hope is to catch a lightning in a bottle season, like the Eagles did a few years ago, like the Niners possibly did, you know, with you know with a garoppolo. Who remains to be seen what will happen this year? I mean, they didn't make it um, to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And yeah. you know, they probably should have won if he made one throw. Um, but you know, it's we're not, not gonna talk about that. i it, it's it's yeah. possible to win a super bowl. With, without one of those guys, we see it all the time, Flacco. I mean, other it, it's not the same guys winning the Super Bowls every year. Yeah. And, and I think it's whether you want to gamble on someone and hope that you have like consistent success or a chance to win 12, 13 games every year, or you try to just catch magic one year and it might work. You know, I, I mean, it's, they don't grow on trees. And I think this quarterback class is maybe not the one to do it. But yeah. who knows? I mean, quarterbacks are impossible to evaluate. It's the hardest thing to do in pro sports to evaluate a quarterback. I mean, to know how they're actually gonna be. And so I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm, and
1: they'll have a lot of time to think about it because yeah, they're not yeah, they got a long anymore.
0: Yeah. They're in a weird spot. I mean, like a lot of teams. I mean, it's it's similar to like the Vikings are with you know, like the Falcons were um or are still with Matt Ryan. I mean, any team that has a a good not elite quarterback or maybe of just above average, like the Raiders, mm-hmm. you know, it's just whether what you believe in and what you want. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: Cause you're not going to, you're not going to get one of those guys in free agency or a trade, you know, you have to draft one and, it, or if you do get them, it's at their end of their career, like Peyton. Yeah. Manning, I was going to say, years ago, you can get them, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's you have to wait a long time for that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I guess all right. That's that's all I really had to say about this first game. Yeah. A great I think we gotta go into it for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the second game. Yeah. The Packers lose in Lambeau to the San Francisco 49ers 13 to fucking 10. Yeah. So
0: first drive looked great.
1: Yeah, and so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna really get into the guts of this, I'm going to dissect it in excruciating detail, and like my good buddy Mike McCarthy always used to say in his press conference, there are three phases to a football team. Offense, Mm -hmm. defense, and special teams. And I'm going to hit those in reverse order if that's okay with you. Mm -hmm. Special fucking teams has been like this worst kept secret all year. I know. I've talked about it a ton. Everybody who follows the team, everyone who follows the fucking league, knows that mm. the Packers have like the thirty-second ranked special like teams unit. Yeah, for, for everything. I mean, yeah. you, fucking. You could you could just watch. You could show someone who's ever seen football before. And they'd be like, "That's the worst one." Like, it, it's so bad. And so the special teams resulted in a blocked punt that was the Niners' only touchdown of the of the day, which basically ended the game. I mean, the Packers had a chance to do something, but they didn't. Um, And so that was late in the game. And then there was also a blocked field goal at the end of the half, which would have resulted in overtime and who knows. So, I mean, that's 10-point swing right there, purely based on special teams, two blocks, which should never, ever happen, ever, if your special teams is even competent, not even good. And so that's on Lafleur. And I like LeFleur for the most part as a coach. I think he's done a really good job, you know, from a from a macroscopic perspective. But that's on him because if we all knew it, then he knew it. And if he's too nice of a guy, or whatever, to to fire Mo Drayton, who is the special teams coordinator, then it's his fault. And there's there's no other way around that. So that's the first phase. The second phase is defense, and this is going to be a, a new sentence for me. I thought that our defense in the playoff game did very well. <laughs> I have never thought that in a playoff game in my history as a Packer fan. I think maybe part of that is due to, you know, I, I'm an owner now, and I feel like I've kind of turned this franchise around. But They were good, with, they were good in the Super Bowl year. They were opportunistic, though. They like still let people score sometimes, but yeah, they were good. And I mean, I was, think in the NFC Championship
0: game, they had a pick six that like sealed it.
1: It was in the like, Super Bowl. They had a pick six.
0: Well, I know, but I'm pretty sure also in the NFC Championship game they had a pick six.
1: I'd have to go. Pretty yeah, sure. no, you're right. You're right. You're right. And so, I mean, they. But this is the first time in the last you know fucking decade that they've been like pretty solid, and they were pretty solid in this game. Part of that's the weather. Part of that's Jimmy Garoppolo. But I mean, they allowed six points. You can't ask for much more than that, especially on a yeah. team with guys like Debo. And I really wish they could have clamped down at the end and at least made
0: the winning field goal like harder. Uh, I did. Yeah. Debo getting third, getting converting that third and seven on like, i just a inside run. Uh, I, I have,
1: I have never whipped a Jersey off of my body and spiked it into the ground before uh, I did that. I hand up, That was me. I knew – as soon as that happened, I was like, Robbie Gould's not going to miss. It's over. Well,
0: and it was also – like that was Jair that missed him, like, two, three yards after that. Like, he just kind of went for, like, a shouldered missile hit and
1: Yeah, and and Jair, I don't think, was ready to come back. I mean, he did not play a ton of snaps in this game. Like, he was activated, and there was all this hullabaloo, and he – like was barely out there, which I think is just, you know, it's an injury. It's, he hasn't, he's been gone for months and months. He's not going to come back to a full workload immediately when he's able to get back out there. But all in all defense, way better than I was expecting with guys like Kittle guys with Devo guys. Like, I mean, Elijah Mitchell did fuck all nothing in the entire game. And now we get to offense. The offense sucked. It was really, really bad. They scored a touchdown on the first drive, and do you know why they scored a touchdown
0: on the first drive, Adam? At, because because uh, Matt Lafleur is really good at scripting an opening drive. No, Matt Lafleur or... is good at scheming an offense in general.
1: Aaron Rodgers did not play the scheme. Did not function.
0: Hero ball came within out within
1: the offense.
0: Mm-hmm. What's up? I said hero ball came back out. Yeah,
1: so. Yes. And the first drive worked because he hyper-targeted Devontae and they were able to get down the field with that and some actual plays that were run as they were supposed to. And that combination got them into the end zone. The rest of the game, the 49ers basically triple teamed Devontae. He was blanketed because that's what you have to do. And Rodgers just didn't, didn't adapt. He didn't he didn't look, he didn't run the offense. He was trying to play hero ball. He was trying to prove the, the fucking woke mob and all the haters that were tuning in because of his fucking vaccination status. I mean, he went full psycho this week leading up to yeah. this game again. Yeah, And he's, he's doing it afterwards too, kind of retroactively. <clears throat> and he sucked. He was tunnel visioning on Adams. He
0: was it either he either threw it to Devonte downfield if it wasn't there, he just dumped it to Aaron Jones. Yeah. And if not, and nothing else, if that didn't work, he got sacked. Lazard Basically, had one just,
1: catch. Lazard, Cobb, and I think Sternberger had three total targets. One he catch. Had,
0: other other than uh Devontae, and if you take out Devontae, Aaron Jones, uh Aaron Rodgers was two of six for six yards for everyone else. Yeah. That was it. And so
1: Oh, did I just cut out there for a second? I realized my mic wasn't like plugged in. I, I mean, I've been hearing you the whole time. Whatever. So I just, that's the rage, man. I can't even get my equipment right. Um, and
0: so he's he's just
1: going full hero ball out here, and nothing illustrates better than that final drive where he ends up on third down, launching this fuck it ball on a go route to Adams. In double double coverage.
0: coverage. Yeah,
1: not even, not even close. Adams tried his best. God bless him, but it it had no shot of working. It wasn't even like placed in a spot away from the safety, no. like in a safe place. It was a pretty fucking dangerous throw. And if you watch that play back, I didn't notice it in real time because the way that you know you can't really get an awesome view
0: of the play from the. Now yeah, you the only see it when the ball is traveling. You can only. Allen
1: Lazard was in his own fucking zip code. And that is because the play was designed to pull the safety to Adams so that Lazard is all by himself 15 yeah. yards down the field. I mean, it would have been a 30, 35-yard play easily <laughs> if he doesn't break a tackle.
0: Like, he breaks one tackle, he could score. Like, yeah, it was
1: and, and, it, and I just, it's mind-boggling because Rodgers is probably going to win the MVP this season. He has always been a really good quarterback. He remains a really good quarterback, but he just chooses these times to fall apart. And it's the fucking playoffs every year and not every playoff game of his throughout his whole career has been him falling apart. A lot of them have been on the defense, you know, years in the past. I'm talking 2014. I'm talking game against the Cardinals where he did back to back hail Mary's. I mean, it's not always him, but recently Mm. it's been him. And against the 49ers, it has been him. And yeah. that's something that I'm starting to put more stock in is these narratives that I think I've been kind of quick to dismiss a lot of the time. I feel like I need to start taking them more seriously because I think it matters. I think that he is in his own head. I think we've mm-hmm. seen much more of Aaron Rodgers' brain this year than we ever wanted to. And he's fucking thinking about it. And you know how I know he's thinking about it? Cause he's going to such huge lengths. To tell us all he's not thinking about it. And he is.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that's, those are all my well, thoughts. And it's my funny too word is like, vomit. He, he always hated the point, you know, he's very famous quote about on draft night because he, you know, grew up in California, grew up as a fan of the Niners, and they chose yep. not to pick him. They pick Alex Smith where he says, I'm going to, you know, they're going to regret not picking me. And obviously they're his playoff boogeyman for sure. More than any other team. Well, and, and, and to a certain extent, I think, you know, if you could go
1: back to the alternate timeline and they do draft Aaron Rodgers, I think they have a lot more fucking Super Bowls than they have right now. Yeah. But like, but still, it it doesn't age well. And I don't know. It's just everything, all of the excuses kind of got solved in this game. I mean, special teams a disaster, but if you score 14 points, you still win this fucking game. So... Yeah. It it just and, it, and it's home field. You went on the road. It was
0: you, you basically know, cold had three weather. weeks to rest and be yeah. fine. Like I mean, you, I mean, I don't even count the, the the Vikings game that much. I mean, there wasn't much of one. Yeah, and then and, you for and, sure had the second half and last the bye week, obviously. So yeah, and people can maybe
1: say you know we don't have weapons. He's got the number one receiver in football, unanimous yeah. All Pro selection this year. The other guys have had good seasons, and you could have put I could have run Lazard's route and caught even that with, fucking ball. Even,
0: even like, with Bakhtiari out, the offensive line has been very good this year. Yeah. Like, it's in terms been, of it's been well numbers.
1: above, you know, what I feared it could be with a bunch of yeah. guys with Jenkins and Bakhtiari out. And it's still I mean, you can't put up ten points and blame anyone but yourself. And that sucks.
0: And I mean, now, he's he, he's gonna go down as whether this he's done or not, or done with the Packers, whatever. Yeah, he regardless. He'll go down as one of the greatest regular season quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, and like it's it's impossible to not to look at to to not be able to focus on the playoffs and the lack of success there. Yes, there's defense. There's so many other things involved. Twenty one other starters, and who knows how many other rotational guys. But the point remains: take away the Super Bowl run year, uh, he's seven and nine since then in the playoffs. That's yeah. That's bad. I mean, that's indicative. That's you cannot not look at it. And like, they showed they show all that
1: too, or maybe I just saw this after the fact. I can't remember, but I think he was, you know, he's seven and nine or something, you know, along those lines at or below 500. Favre was 14 and 0 at home in the playoffs. Mm. He was undefeated.
0: Yeah, I know the second. It,
1: yeah. And it's like, I, you know, obviously there's a ton of context that goes into that. and It's more complicated than that, but it also isn't. And I don't know. I feel like part of this too, (laughs) I've had an entire season to kind of mentally prepare for Aaron Rodgers leaving. Mm -hmm. And I, I still, I hope he doesn't. I really do. I hope he doesn't leave. But at this point, it's not nearly as devastating as it was a year ago. When it got dropped on us draft night, uh, yeah. shout out Shefty, you fuck. Um, but it, 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 it's not it's Kevin not is. the same anymore now because he's just all the drama this season. Making you know, you can't put yourself in the headlines this much, mm-hmm. and then not get the backlash when you fuck it up. So I don't know. That's why I said I kind of I sit before you a broken man because. Like this has changed my whole perspective. This game yeah. is gonna have a, a ripple effect. This is a watershed moment for my football fandom. Mm-hmm. And like not in a good way at all.
0: That's that's I, all and, that's all I have. You know, I've I've been very much like it's you know, call me, you know, whatever, a, a, a fan of a rival team, or I just hate the guy because of that. And like, yes, that's part of it. But I the point remains. Rodgers cares very much about his stats and I think yeah. that and, and it's, it's amplified in these big games in, in especially in a game where they're like they're struggling on offense like I just think he very much loves that he has the best touchdown to interception ratio and and you see it like that really shows in these pressure moments in these we need to make a play and he will never throw a ball that if he thinks it, there's a there but, it's I mean, likely that it could be to Adams, we're more likely to be picked. I mean, he's ignoring
1: no, wide what, open I, receivers. I, I
0: understand that. Like he that, but that that's a television thing, just, which he does. Yeah, which is straight up panic. I don't think but, that but his
1: like fixation I'm saying on in statistics. General,
0: I'm I'm saying in general, like where he is not a guy, like he and I think a lot of this has to do because the quarterback before him, Brett Favre you know, was, was the epitome of gunslinger. He was a, did, did Brett I can Harf fit a ball. Interceptions? Yeah. He's like, I can fit a ball in wherever I want. It doesn't matter if there's a defender right there. I, I can throw it fast enough, throw it hard enough to get past him or through him. And like, and I think he just, so does not want to be anything like him. And I think that's in deeply ingrained. And I, I don't know, this is obviously all speculation. And just in, you see that though, in games like this, where clearly the offense was shut down. I mean, after Fred Warner punched the ball out on Mercedes Lewis, the offense couldn't do dick. And like, uh, you know, it both neither offense could. I, I, I just view that more as
1: not running the scheme than being afraid
0: yeah. of. Well, windows. Yeah. That obviously there, I think there was a lot of things that went into it. Like him, not trusting anyone else, but himself, him thinking, I know what's best. And that's H- what himself. always had. And, and Devante. Because it's there's
1: there's always that talk about, you know, as a receiver, you got to earn Rodgers trust. And I've always kind of rolled my eyes at that because, like, I mean, it's kind of that way with everybody. Now, granted, the the bars are higher and lower depending on who you're talking to. But if you're saying that Tom Brady doesn't get pissed if his guys drop a pass like you're yeah you know, and so but 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 there is something to be said for, you know, he's not going to tunnel vision anyone else. He knows that Adams is the best receiver in football right now. But the 49ers are a good defense, and they're going to take that away from you. And there's nothing you can do if they dedicate two or three guys to him every single play. And I don't know. This was just this is one of the most frustrating games to watch because we were winning. We we were ahead the whole game, too. It was one of those where, you know, it was 0-0, and then we took the lead, had the lead until, you know, the final second when the field goal went in and i wasn't happy the entire time i was happy with the first touchdown and then from then on i had this this slow burn dread that it was kind of the same feeling i had when we were winning in 2014 uh in seattle in the nfc championship game where i'm just going they're they're going to this feels like a game that we lose because yeah. i i've had this feeling and it's never not resulted in a loss in the playoffs and so i don't know i mean i i I texted my dad like the third quarter. I said, we're going to fucking lose. (laughs) And nothing had even happened. I was just overcome with this, this
0: feeling. And I mean, and and I was right. The only reason for the most part, like you watched that game, like the only, a lot of the major reason why you weren't losing until the final second was because the, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo essentially. And like, well, Jimmy Garoppolo. And
1: if he ever actually got his shit together and threw a decent ball, they would drop it. You know, it was, yeah, yeah. that's the sad, that
0: was the thing. Like Kittle, I will say, after he dropped that he, he wide made open ball, yeah, yeah, he never dropped a single like. I mean, he made ridiculous catches and plays, and like, yeah, he was absolutely good. Debo was kind but, of, but only, up. only
1: like a couple. But, you know, I mean, no one yeah. really went off because they didn't fucking no. score a touchdown. They had two drives that got them field goals. That was mm. the entirety of their offense. Should have been, should
0: have been at least three. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy had a really Jimmy, bad pick. Jimmy Garoppolo was that was a game where again, kind of like the Dallas game, you could show like anyone that doesn't know anything about Jimmy Garoppolo and show them that game. And it shows every part of him. Like yeah. he can make some great plays or great throws. The, the interception, the end zone right before half, he escapes out of like two sack attempts and you're like, Oh my gosh, he's buying time. And then he throws a terrible decision. Okay. Like, and, and shout out to that
1: play specifically. Uh, I love Kenny Clark. I think he's awesome. He had a great season and he even had a pretty good game besides that play. He yeah. tried to, he tried to grab Jimmy. I'm like, he tried to grab his shoulders and kind of got shrugged off. And then he like fell to the ground with his momentum, got back up. And Jimmy, like a little bit, moved forward and backward. Yeah. And he just fell down in front of him, and like, like on his hands and knees. Like, I mean, watching the replay, and I was just like, Kenny, what are you doing, man? Just go get him. Yeah. He's right there. And he just kind of, he he like jumped at a ghost or something. I don't know. It was. Is not good, but yeah. So I mean, Jimmy didn't win this game for them. He no. should have
0: lost they're it, deep, honestly, yeah. the way he was playing. The defense, and I mean, like that's the thing, though. Like the the Niners, we talked about after Dallas, they are a team that rarely screws up. Like yeah, like they they execute so phenomenally most yeah. of the time. Like they, like they they beat you by making you beat yourself. You yeah. know, they just wait for you to give them a chance. And they're going to beat you because of it. They're not going to be flashy necessarily about it. And it's just, you know, that's so good in the playoffs. Because in the playoffs, teams' weaknesses are amplified. I mean, they are exposed. A lot of the times they end their seasons. Oh, and yeah. it's just, you know, the having the the least damning weakness is usually the teams that get to the Super Bowl. Or the, you know, they, they now, now Grant, I'd say
1: starting quarterback is a pretty damning weakness, and I expect the Niners to get their shit pushed in this weekend,
0: but yeah, I mean, but this thing we'll talk about in the preview, they've beaten the Rams six straight times. I mean it's hard to beat a team seven <laughs> times in a row, Adam. I they know always say that it's a I very know. That's common the saying. phrase. That's the saying, especially a team you play twice a year. I mean, it's it's crazy, and I and I think it we'll we'll talk about that in the preview. Um, you know, they're, they're essentially the Cinderella story and
1: well, no, I no, said the Bengals. No, the fucking Bengals are the Cinderella Well, story.
0: It, it shouldn't be though. I had I mean, the, the Niners in their division
1: before the season started. I mean, I don't think no, anyone would have been shocked at the start of the season.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I suppose they've been underwhelming, but still they've shown some Horror some events on offense if because of Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: If you mean that Jimmy um, Garoppolo is as pretty as Cinderella, then I can yeah. get behind that. But
0: all right, uh, one last thing was that Aaron Rodgers' last game as a Green Bay Packer, in your opinion?
1: It's I, I want to hear tough. your. Because here's, I mean, we're, we're a little, removed. here's, you know, I'm, I'm being Sherlock Holmes, right? I got the, there's a I got million all the evidence sound bites
0: we're going to get, you know, Yeah. In the office. but,
1: but there's, we're, we're compiling evidence right now. You know, I'm, I'm yep. Robert Downey Jr. With the voiceover and slow-mo and the, whatever those movies are pretty good. Um, but anyway, so Roger said after the game that he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that makes sense To me, like, I wouldn't want to be a part of a rebuild either in, like, my late, late stage of my career.
0: at 38 plus years old.
1: (laughs) Yeah, before this game, there was a ton of talk about, you know, he's having the most fun he's ever had and all that stuff. And I'm sure that, you know, to a certain extent that might not be entirely true, but I think that there's got to be some truth to it. Mm. Um, Because, I mean, you know, he's been very unfiltered this year. I mean, if, if he wasn't having fun, we'd know, so... Yeah, I think that things are better than where they were last year. He doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. So I think it kind of depends on what the front office can do with, you know, creative cap solutions and stuff like that to kick this can down the road, at least one more year and try and get people back. Yeah. Cause I the Packers
0: I believe are currently 40 over.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, we're, we're way over. We got to, we gotta and you do still some have some to deal gymnastics. with Devante. And, yeah. 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 And so I, th- and I think that to a certain extent that, uh, you know that rebuild comment is a thinly veiled like i'm not coming back without devonte and Devontae has said i'm not coming back unless i'm the highest paid receiver in football so those those two situations it's kind of i think at this point it is almost up to the front office where you could solve all your money problems by just cutting those guys i mean you got to do some other stuff here and there but that is like 90% of your problem you know you can yeah. get draft
0: picks depends, and all kinds it just of shit depends for that. on where the hits are coming yeah you know? Yeah, I will say guys uh, like the, like Zedarius, Preston, the those Smith guys, guys are, are almost are gone, almost certainly gone. gone. Yeah, yeah, those guys are almost certainly gone. Davandre Campbell's interesting because he needs to be paid. He need he um, needs to be
1: paid. The same thing with uh, Razul Douglas, though. He said, you know, he, yeah. he kind of said in a press conference, he's like, I don't, I don't need to get paid that much, just like a yeah, little they bit just more want than I'm getting back. right now. Yeah, if, if they yeah. just want me back, yeah, yeah, which is which is super cool to hear. I hope that they can they can figure something out with him. But yeah, so there's. Right. There's so much uncertainty, and we are back into my least favorite part of the season, where it's just Aaron Rodgers sneezed. What does this mean? And yeah. all
0: these radio shows with well, he of Aaron Rodgers either because, like, he he loves this shit. Oh, I'm he sure. Loves I'm sure he yeah. It. Yeah, he, know, he's, loves he's not going to tell us and, right away.
1: Yeah, aloof. it's gonna it, it's gonna be a topic of discussion for months for yeah. no, you know no doubt and. I just want to put a plug out there. If there's any uh, high profile shows looking for a member of Aaron's inner circle. I mean, I'm right here. So feel free to direct your questions to
0: me. So what, is it, so what does that mean? What do you think, What's your gut telling you right now? Oh, he's he's staying. Yeah. You think he's staying? Yeah, that's that's what he told me
1: in our in okay. our private meetings. All right, yeah, where we, where we talk about immunization. Where you,
0: and... you rub each other's crystals or are you rub, rub your own crystals in front of each other? Yeah. Back to back. Yeah, back to back.
1: <laughs> yeah, back,
0: to back. <laughs> it's back to back. No eye contact. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we can put a bow on that one in the Packers season. Um, I just want to go on record and say I was right calling that they wouldn't make it past the divisional round. And, I just want yeah. to go on
1: record as saying that
0: you want to go back to the Vikings defensive DVOA. away. I, I already
1: took my victory laps. So it was higher it. than the, Vi- it was higher than the
0: Packers. So
1: it I was a top 10
0: though. It was 16. That's fine.
1: Yeah. And the points was, was a whopping 24. I think they were, there were 7,000 points behind 10th. Advan- place. Advanced
0: metrics, man. Advanced <laughs> metrics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, either way, Neither of our teams on the Super Bowl this year. And that, that was something that I kind of thought about where I was
1: like, <laughs> Yeah, I was I was at work today and I was thinking about, you know, recording tonight and I was like, man, it's so crazy that we've both just had heartbreak every year since we started this podcast. And and then I thought like, well, actually it's not that crazy because thirty-one out of thirty two teams don't you win. know, don't don't <laughs> have a the good time. Without yeah. a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it, not it's not that crazy
0: some worse than others, more heartbreak than others. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think it's, I, I don't know. I, I, there was a lot of things that was funny to me about, obviously, you know, Twitter discourse that you see about that game. And they they, they talks about like, you know, okay, both of our teams didn't win the Super Bowl this year. Like we're essentially the exact same. And anyone that, that is always think, well, there's always things that you can talk about being like, Okay, congrats. Hang the banner, like it's yeah. I, the I, I, have a and certain, it I have a certain I have a certain hat over. that would disagree with you violently. Okay, well uh, then, hang the banner, like again, uh, though that the we ultimate. We don't is have, have a roof to hang. We it didn't off do of. it. We didn't do it. So <laughs> we're the same in that aspect, which the goal of the NFL is in the Super Bowl. Neither of us, our teams, did so. The goal of the NFL
1: go. is to have fun. It doesn't matter. You know what? You oh, I, I had think, fun. At some I think points. we had more fun than you did this year. <laughs> I don't I know. I haven't I mean, done the calculations. It you know,
0: was. I uh, we could argue that it was pretty embarrassing that you yeah, guys bowed out. Well, that no, early. I mean a lot. It was, was not very fun bad at the
1: end, but like the most of the season was more fun than yours. We both lost to the Lions, so there you go. Yeah, one of us played our starters the whole time, but you anyway, were losing with
0: your starters with what the, they were in, you What's lost they with wouldn't... your
1: starters in.
0: But so did you. You were at halftime, you were losing. Yeah, but there's, by, there's two halves. how to that works. Game. Yeah. Going off of like, oh, they'll score the same point. Oh, so
1: if we're going off of the first half and the Packers won this fucking playoff game, didn't they?
0: No, they didn't because that was Oh the
1: really? Oh wow. You say the end project. result, that's
0: what happens. <laughs> like I'm gonna kill you. We need I'm to just move say, on. Yeah. <laughs> <Well, laughs> all right. Go to
1: Sunday. Got the Rams and the Bucks. Okay, so this was awesome because <laughs> Tom Brady sucks. And the Bucks suck. And at least they didn't win. Cause holy shit. I like how I, I went on for like a half hour now about like it's a watershed moment. And then I'm like, Tom Brady fucking sucks. <laughs> right away. I'm back, baby. Uh this this was a fun game to watch. Mostly the first half and then the last like 10 seconds.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> this, this is a game where like I, I don't know the whole time, like it, it's happening the second half. I'm like, it's happening again, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. It just the impending like feeling. And then I all I know is like the only people that are cheering for it were either people that like Tom Brady, hate the Rams, like the Bucks, obviously, and are a Falcons fan. Falcons yep. fans were like, please, God, have this happen. 27 But it, but three, it was only please. 27, so it wouldn't yeah, have been but as still, bad. Still, still, I mean. We saw something like, so So this is a game that I was not expecting Stafford to play as well as he did. Hats no. off. You know, I, I had a moment, like, I'm like, you know, hats off to Stafford. He's played very well in the playoffs, and I was expecting a clunker. We might get that. There's still at least, oh, we're, at most, two more games that he can do it. We're definitely going to get it at
1: some point. We're definitely due for it. I put that clip of us talking about Stafford last week on TikTok, and, an yeah. OBJ fan account dunked on us after this game and was like,
0: guess you were wrong. So I'm coming for him. This is one, like I, I sit back and watch this game. So obviously, you know, the bucks probably were the most ravaged team in the playoffs with injuries, just especially with Worfs out, yeah, like out. Yeah. Like Worfs being out again. And, and you know, they're lit they're, they're Ryan Jensen, their starting center. Um, You know, they, I mean, and then, and then Godwin. Godwin and, Couple I think guys on defense. Lenny was there. active for this
1: game, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, but,
0: but clearly not as, like, I don't know. He was out for most of the year. So, I, you know, having to get back into it. I, I do think had those guys, like, especially if Worfs, if Worfs is active, I think they win this game. I mean, I just, I, like, that's the clearly the weak spot yeah. was where he was gone. I mean, yeah, the, Von Miller Jonathan and uh, Smith was just murdered all game. K- Captain PB
1: over there. PB, and J. do they have a J? Jalen, Jalen Ramsey, P- punk bitch and Jalen. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. All right. So I just, I just figured that one out on the fly, but yeah, Donald had a, uh, had a nice day. I think he had yeah. what like seven pressures or something like that. Yeah, I mean, He was all the over the place, me, but he got yeah. to Brady,
0: hit him three times, sacked him once. Yeah. He,
1: he beat up on an offensive line that had such a bad day. He didn't even have to choke anybody. So it was a pretty good day, <laughs> day to be Aaron Donald. Um, and yeah, the Rams, I mean, just left out to this early lead. I mean, it looked it looked like it was going to be a disaster for yeah. the Bucks, and they ended up being able to kind of pull it back in and make it close. And then
0: do we talk about that, that final play? The, yeah, the so, Cup? so in this play, like, obviously, I, I think there was something that went into it that was kind of forgotten. Devin White, I believe, um, he didn't, like, they were in a the, – the way their zone was – they were in a just a straight cover two. They brought pressure, or at least not a cover two, but they brought pressure where Antoine Winfield had the, uh, if you're looking at the field from the offensive point of view, the right side of the field. Yeah. Um, and in that situation, linebacker Devin White is supposed to run up the seam. If, if a receiver takes goes the seam, which Cooper Cup did, he has to carry that. He has to be the underneath guy um, because there's no way Winfield can take you know, both. Cause I believe the guy in the right, I don't know if it was Van Jefferson. It might've been took upfield up the sideline, you know, the, the, he just can't get there in time because Cooper cup, it was, it wasn't a peer up the seam. It was a, you know, I, I guess ever so drifting to the other seam, uh, not necessarily a crosser, but a, a slight cross and Devin white didn't do that. So he was Cooper cup essentially was running free. So Winfield, you know, having to react, That's you know it's going to look bad on him.
1: Well, and and I don't put this on on Winfield in general. I think that even if you know everyone's taking care of their assignment, you have one on one, you know, Mm. go route coverage between a safety and you know the triple crown receiver this year. Like, I I, that's not putting your well. It was a a blitz position. Yeah, they
0: they brought up they brought a blitz, and it it, it was a zero being aggressive.
1: You know, it was a zero. Yeah, it was a zero blitz, high pressure play call, and. I mean I know that we kind of you know we gravitate and we we only discuss it when it doesn't work but like Jesus Christ these people with their fucking zero blitzes it was it was Kevin King last year on Scotty Miller it was that one Raiders Jets game last year that was like the you know the the Jets were going to actually win a game and Greg Williams mm-hmm. calls a zero blitz and it's like what is to be gained by just playing normal fucking defense? The odds are in your favor here. It's like this weird defensive coordinator. Like they just, they're up your pupils dilate. They're like a shark that smells blood and they just can't help it. And I I feel like there needs to be like a, a new staff member that's like on all defenses that, that just has a little, little card. It just says like, are you sure, you know, like you have to click on like, or even like a, like a, you know, like a human test on like the internet or something and just make them think about it for a second. Like, it looks like you're calling a zero blitz, like maybe some sort of clippy situation mm-hmm. and, and just stop these guys. Cause it just doesn't seem worth it to me to just, you know, Oh, it could be really cool or we could fucking lose on one play. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. And know. this, in this game was, it was interesting because all four uh, major coordinators for both teams uh, offensively for the Rams, offensive coordinator uh, Kevin O'Connell and their defensive coordinator Raheem Morris. And on the flip side, the Bucks' offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich and defensive coordinator Todd Bowles were all major head coach candidates for one of the nine openings. Um, and all of them, like, they, they all shined in one half where their counterpart didn't in the other, or like uh, part of the game. Like, they all yeah. had their moments – and obviously – or each team's coordinator shined in the first half uh, and the other one didn't in the second. And so I, I, I think – I don't necessarily hate the call by Todd Bowles. I hate the I, – I just hate the, the the players not realizing, hey, that's Cooper Cup. We need to make sure like – yeah. if that's Van Jefferson that catches that ball and does that, okay. But Cooper Cup is one of the very few players in the NFL that you're like we don't we need to keep it make sure he is covered. Like if yeah. you have an oversight on someone like on a Scotty Miller, Van Jefferson, Christian Kirk, you know these kind of burr guys, mm-hmm. that's whatever. They're not. They might kept, they might drop a Marquez Vela scaling. I mean, but Cooper Cup, like he's not dropping that. And Matthew Stafford. Yes, he was very, he was flustered all second half with the blitz and they were getting to him and making him, you know, rush throws and he was in, not in sync, but Stafford, but for he's all got of his an mistakes, arm and yeah, cups yeah, for off. All his mistakes, <laughs> he has one of the best, like pure arms in the NFL has been since he's been in the league and he can make every single throw. Yeah. It's just, is his decision-making or execution is always kind of off sometimes, but that's when you cannot have and it's a gamble and it clearly didn't work. If, if it worked, we're talking about a whole, like a different story. Todd Bowles, Holy shit. What a call. Great call. But you know, it just, it always will look so bad if it doesn't work and it clearly didn't work. And it set him up at the 10 chip shot field goal, right? Or uh, Mac is not missing that. Um, I yeah. don't know. It's, it's, it was so anticlimactic based on that whole second <laughs> half. Like, you're like, holy shit, we're going to overtime. This both well, yeah. Tom Brady was having a, a
1: Thanos, you know, I am inevitable. Yeah, kind like of situation. Like,
0: it was it was incredible <laughs> to watch. Like, I'm in my apartment, my roommate, you know, our buddy and I are watching that game, and it's just like, say his holy name, give Dustin some du- shine, Dustin, shout out, yeah. Dustin, uh, you know part-time Bengals fan, part-time Bears fan. He's more of a Bengals fan these days. No, full-time NASCAR fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh got to bleep it out though. We can't talk about NASCAR <laughs> in here. Um and and I think it, it it's those it's that thing like literally like it's happening and there were so many times on Twitter that you like reebee like why are we sh- why are we shocked? Like we knew he's not going down without a fight. And like I don't yeah. know, it made for great theater. I mean, it I know you it, don't like him. Like it, it no, was it, just incredible to watch. It it was it was objectively very kind of fun With to all watch. All the injuries and too. Like I mean the story, like this it's theater, man. Like that's why well, NFL it was kind is of like king.
1: the the first half was a comedy, and the second half was a thriller, you know, and so I got two movies out of it. They were each an hour mm. and a half. It was pretty decent. The comedy was just phenomenal because the the Bucks couldn't get anything going on offense. Tom Brady was getting fucking teed up in football. It was hilarious. He had like a dodgeball moment, and nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Like it was so. Yeah. Oh, it's just it was phenomenal. And then you know, it, I I do like the games to be close. And since yeah. Tom won, I don't I don't regret that it was. Or to, since Tom lost, I don't regret that yeah. it was close. And now he's contemplating retirement a little bit. We'll see yeah, how and, that and, goes. And, and
0: well, like Arians quickly came out and said, "We're not, you know, we're not rebuilding. We're retooling." And they I don't, I don't think they're obviously Godwin's the biggest question mark. What they have to do with him, um, or at least impactful guy, uh, he needs he needs a contract. I, they franchise tagged him, so I, I, they got to figure out what they got to do with him. They can't franchise tag him again. Although they have I, a lot I mean, of cap can, issues it's be, though. In
1: general, they're they're
0: still in the green though. They're not. They're
1: not. You know, anything. They, they're they there's some they can make it work for sure for at least one more year with with some creative moves, but yeah. bringing everyone back from the Super Bowl team was kind of a you know all right fuck it we might be screwed in a couple of years but let's try and you know maintain this level of talent yeah Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that I I personally hope that they bring Jameis back or maybe send Taysom <laughs> to the Buccaneers and then you know just a little, a little wife swap situation I think that might be fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no uh, yeah we didn't get to the news about the saints well we, we, we can, should we'll get talk to about like news. news at the end we'll talk about there's the also yeah. we'll, stuff. after, after yeah. the conference championship preview we'll we'll talk about some news at yeah it's gonna be a long um, ass episode i right know all right uh let's go into the last game um was the this last the best, game was this the best football game you have ever seen the, this was the best
1: game since chiefs Rams. And I think it was better than that. I because think it was to the of the higher, drama sure. at the end. Yeah. The stakes were higher. It was a playoff game, not a regular season game. And chiefs Rams had Jared Goff who played really well in that game, but the entertainment factor between him and Josh Allen, it's not close. Yeah,
0: And we're obviously, so we're obviously talking about uh, Buffalo traveling back to Kansas city where they lost to them at Kansas city in the AFC championship game last year, this year, they play against them in the divisional round, the three versus the two. Um, and we saw an unbelievable game where it kind of hit a slow start until the final two minutes, uh, where the Chiefs ended up pulling it out in overtime. Oh, it was, to win it was a slow start, but it was still like twenty something, twenty
1: seven. Like it wasn't like it was, you know, yeah. It was still
0: it was 14 it was fourteen, fourteen and a half. It wasn't like it was yeah. a low scoring affair. But for a game, the over was fifty four, uh, over under was fifty four. So we were expecting like we might not hit that, which is like okay, but we'll probably get something you know, close to it. And then the fourth quarter happened and it was straight bananas. I mean, let's just dive right in. Um, Both quarterbacks, unbelievable. Um, Yeah.
1: Both both quarterbacks doing their best impression of the other one. I mean, yeah, it's kind of funny how similar, I think Josh Allen is a little bit more, you know, favoring the run, but Mahomes definitely gets out there and
0: he's the thing is like, he's every time, every single time I watch him run, I'm like, you're talking wow. Mahomes? Like, I'm always, yeah, Mahomes. I'm like, I'm always shocked by how fast he is or how Mahomes? much he can actually move. Because he kind of just waddles down the field. Yeah, he's a little he never chubby. Like, yeah, have we well, talked he, about that? He he has a weird little walk. And he's got I, it's like a like, little
1: barrel chest thing going on. Like, kinda, yeah. Or is it like he, maybe it's his
0: flak jacket that makes him look funny Yeah, and I think like it's it's his his... Uh, I don't know what it is. It's like his... His like, it's like his or something, yeah. Yeah, his gait is very like waddly It's very much. But, but so it's also, not like he's ever moving that fast, but he's covering a lot of
1: ground. But I've also I've never seen Mahomes really like. I, I'm sure it's happened here and there, but I I don't remember seeing him like juke people. I feel like every time he leaks out of the pocket. He's got like 50 yards to work with somehow. Yeah. Whereas there Josh Allen play, runs people over everywhere. There was in a the while. play a
0: couple of years. I think there was the play a couple of years ago when they won the Super Bowl against the when they beat the Titans like, the AFC championship game where he was like on the sideline and he just kind of kept mm-hmm. juking his way and like
1: yeah, t- and he kind of like everyone line. thought he was going to go out and no one wanted to hit him and he just got yeah. like 15 20 more yards. And he just so kind of like,
0: shifted his way through and into the touch for a touchdown but like yeah. yeah, he's not very like I mean neither is though Allen. Like Allen's a bulldozer. Like he would just yeah. I'm just gonna run through you, which he can. He's like 240 or whatever he is. I mean, he's a he's a big yeah. guy.
1: And and I mean Josh, over you. Josh Allen, this game, uh, Patrick Mahomes deserves a ton of praise, but I'm not gonna give it to him because he's Patrick Mahomes, and that's not really news, you know. Like Patrick Mahomes is good at football. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs had a slow middle of the season a little bit where they kind of fell off from an efficiency standpoint. It's, they were it's so the funny that. But Everyone
0: was like the, the quick reactions to it when they had their little lull, which yeah. is so funny. Like, I don't know. We, we've we talked about, I don't want to cut you off, but we've talked about yeah. like, we never want to take, it's hard to fall into it because we've seen it now for four straight years of Patrick Mahomes. Like, I, like some of the things that he does. It's you have to sit there and be like that's so that's stupid good like it's it's ridiculous how easy he makes everything and yeah. that's the trap that ever the lull that we find so it's like I don't know I mean both quarterbacks are unbelievable like yes but you said he's just doing what he does which is yeah. crazy because that's he's his, doing his what he benchmark. does
1: and. I mean, he, he was washed in the middle of the year and he came out in the dryer and he's fine now. <laughs> the, the period you can now be unwashed too. Cause I've had to, I've had to rescind that. So it's now yeah. just like a, a condition that you can cure. Um, yeah. but yeah. People calling so, the
0: chiefs dead were just crazy. Like, yeah, I don't
1: know. Yeah. And, and so, but, but I, I want to, you know, really give, give the kudos if you will to, uh, to Josh Allen. Cause I mean, dude's been awesome for two years now. He showed it in a huge moment. Should have mm-hmm. won this fucking game if, <coughs> if if the Bills defense and or kickoff strategy wasn't the worst I've ever seen. And we'll get into it. But yeah. he, I mean, he lit the world on fire. He ended up four touchdowns, all to Gabe Davis, which is yeah. funny. Uh, Stephon Stefan Diggs had seven yards in one tackle. Yeah, he was you, a you clearly, on the
0: field. Yeah, you could clearly see what they were trying, what they were doing. I mean, they were taking him away. They were yeah. saying, beat us with someone else, and they damn well should have. Like Yeah. Can you imagine being Gabe Davis and being like, Jesus Christ,
1: this isn't even a good memory now? Well,
0: it <laughs> was one of, it was one of the greatest. It was the greatest receiving performance in the play in a playoff game. Yeah, ever. single game performance. I mean, yeah, like I think it was like nine catches or whatever it, it was. Two hundred and
1: some. Two
0: hundred and some yards, four yeah. touchdowns. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I remember the the Just last ended touchdown he Mike caught. Mike's Mike his career. Yeah, and, and the last touchdown he caught is fourth one. And I remember you know jumping out of my chair and going, "Oh my god!" And I, I and I kind of my girlfriend was sitting there and I was like that's the same guy that's his fourth touchdown and you know she was she was excited which shows how crazy it is because you know there's she's not a a huge student of the game but everybody and their mom knows that that's insane so congrats Mm -hmm. to uh to Gabe Davis wish it would have been enough and it wasn't because the Bills gave the ball back to the Chiefs with 13 seconds left
0: too much time too much time I
1: I dispute that. So here's my issue, right? It was a too
0: much time off that whole game. The whole yeah. end of that was like, oh, too much time for, yeah. for Mahomes. They too just much kept time going back and forth. Too much time for Mahomes.
1: But so, so the problem being that Mahomes gets the ball on and it was it was a touchback, right?
0: 25, yep. Yeah. 25 they decided they to line. Kick it away.
1: Yeah, they kicked it away. They didn't do a squib, which is I, I mean, I guess something can go wrong. I understand the squib. risk because
0: they could one hop and they get it at the 40 and yeah you know, and fall down. So,
1: so that, that is kind of, that could have gone better or worse. I don't really chalk that one up, but the defense. Now the chiefs have three timeouts and the defense was playing like they had no timeouts. They were guarding the sidelines. They were guarding deep and the chiefs got down in a field goal range in two plays because mm-hmm. they would throw it into the middle of the field. That was wide open for 30 some yards and call a timeout. And I, it's just, I mean, if I was a Bills fan, I would be livid. And their defense has been good for the most part this season. I don't know what the fuck was going on there.
0: Not just good. They're, they were the number one ranked scoring defense. They yeah. gave up under 18 points a game. And Which is a flawed yes, metric. Lost, yes, they lost Jordavius White. But it's not like they're a bad defense. They were well, no, better And defenses having Tredavious White
1: wouldn't have changed those plays. Because no, it's no. all about what you called... And I was talking to a coworker about it on Monday. And I was like, if they just play a normal fucking defense, they almost mm. certainly win that game. I mean, how many times have you seen a play go for 75 yards? That's basically what, you know, you have to do. And it's just, it's infuriating. And I, I would have rather had the Bills win just for the sake of variety,
0: for the sake of, you know, Bills mafia.
1: And yeah, they're just really fun. I mean, but... it's, 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 Patrick
0: Mahomes fourth year as a starter. And it's going to be his fourth time hosting, or the Chiefs' fourth time hosting in a row, the AFC Championship game. I mean, that's yeah, it's absurd. Insane. It's absurd, and yeah. and I think it's one of those things. Like, I I don't know how much you want to give it, you know, buy into the Andy Reid actually going up to Patrick Mahomes and saying, in the moment, you know, it's grim. Like, like when it's grim, be the grim reaper. But mm-hmm. like that's awesome if they, if that actually happened. That's what so I do cool. Wanna, what I do want to comment, which they did get, is uh, I guess Travis Kels. Travis Kelsey was one of the players mic'd up for this game. You and almost fucking that, said Kels. I heard that. No, I was just I had a I just burped whenever okay was like well, holding a burp. Travis Kelsey. Don't happen again. Even though his name actually is Travis Kels. But hey, hey, you know. no, <laughs> shut <laughs> no. up, shut whatever. Up. Shut your um, mouth. So he goes up two, like on the sideline, they're waiting, you know, for the next, after the bill scored where he goes up to Tyreek Hill and he says, you know, like, you know, Tyreek, Tyreek, like if you see their single man-to-man on you, just, you know, take that, take the ball up the you seam go. and just go and just, just get as many yards as you can, you know, and mm-hmm. what they do? They took a man-to-man up the seam and he did that and he got 19 yards. And then, He goes up to Mahomes before that and says, Hey, here's what I'm noticing. I know the play call is to take me, you know, to go out. But if, if I see that he's giving me outside leverage, I'm just breaking that in and you just hit me. I'm going to, you know, go. Yeah. And what should not be for like unnoticed and unappreciated is the, like, I know we talk about mind melds all the time. Travis Kelsey probably is the best. I mean, at least numbers wise the best receiving tight end ever. And, you know, his awareness and his connection with Mahomes is ridiculous where he, he tells him that Mahomes in his cadence is like saying like, you know, wait, white eighty wait And he's like, like, like Trav, do it, do it, do it. And then he hikes it. And you know, Travis fakes the out and which, which, just looks which for the is ball
1: ex- right there. Extra fucking funny that like Mahomes literally said, like, I'm throwing it to Travis Kelsey right yeah. before he stepped
0: the yeah. ball. And they still didn't cover and him just, well enough. It just like, you know, he uh. like, he just does it and he picked up 25 yards. And it wasn't even like they're hoping they like they're talking about the whole time Romo Nance, oh, what's his range? Maybe he could get 60. I don't know, 59 earlier, but who yeah. knows? And and he ended up having a basically a chip shot 49 yard field goal for Butker. That is a chip shot.
1: And like, well, Butker had kind of a rough day by the way, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: but like, no, I mean, he is one of the like ice in his veins kickers. Like, yeah, he,
1: yeah, he's almost pretty solid. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be something he hits most of the time. And, it's just got and to scored, to be a Bills course, fan. Who's,
0: yeah, of course. And, like, who scored the touchdown in overtime? Of course it's Mahomes it Kelsey, or, yeah. Mahomes to Kelsey. Of course it is. Because, you know, and, and that was a game, like, I was sitting there, um, you know, I'm watching with my roommate, and it, it's just like right before Tyreek Hill took that ball, I started talking. I was like, you know, we haven't, like, the, the first one where they went ahead, I was like. We haven't really heard a whole lot from Tyree Kill today, and then he catches that ball and he's gone. I'm just like laughing to my, you know. Oh, that's like a Tyreek
1: Hill special. Like
0: he can yeah. kill you at any moment. <laughs> and and it's one of those things, like you know, I even said like when they get into overtime, I'm like oh, they're in the red zone. Look look for Travis Kelsey here, and he goes in motion, and then he you know he, he goes up and uh, to sideline God, to the sideline. You're zone. just a
1: regular Tony Romo. Well, no, you? no it,
0: it's one of those things. Like wow, I've watched so many. I've watched so many Chiefs games this year. They really like. Yes, they're they're crazy with their play calls, but they go to the guys in the, the clutch moments. Like it's not a hard thing to do, but it's just like it was just can such you give, a funny. Can you give me thing. an I don't know, Jim. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. So I just we we, we also it's... we
1: have to talk about your shitty wrong opinion that <laughs> overtime rules the NFL are good.
0: I'm not. I never said they're good. I'm just saying, make a fucking stop, dude. Like, yeah, make stop. no,
1: obviously. <sighs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in a little secret. If both teams get to possess the ball, they still
0: have to make a stop.
1: Here, That's how my,
0: football works. Here, here's my thought: What no one would be having this opinion or this uproar as my, or amplified opinion if this was a low-scoring, poor quarterback play game. That's my whole thing.
1: But everyone it was, looks at like.
0: Everyone looks at it and like if, if, if the Niners Packers game went to overtime and the Packers or Niners got the ball and they ended up having a drive and they scored on the first uh, drive. That would
1: have been the first tie in the history of the playoffs, by the way, because neither of those offenses was doing
0: shit in <laughs> overtime, but go on. Unless An- to get down the field in the crunch time to get in the field goal range, but th- that game would have ended in a field goal regardless. Um, but yeah. what I'm saying is, if it, if a low-scoring affair, I just picked that because that was the lowest-scoring game that weekend. Yeah. And, and like if, if a low-scoring game with offenses that were kind of just punting back and forth to each other, turning the ball over, whatever, people are having that up there. It's only because both quarterbacks deserved to win.
1: Okay, but, he, but like, here's, here's the other part of that, though, is that this was a high-scoring game, which leads you to believe that either side would have been able to go down and score a touchdown if they won the coin flip which means that it yeah. was then in that situation decided by the coin flip because do you think that if the bills win that toss the chiefs make a stop it didn't seem like they could like the but, whole but see fourth but that, quarter. that's
0: the trouble of doing that because like who the fuck knows what happens like a pick yeah, six so, could happen so like, it's more even defenses- to allow
1: both teams to possess the ball and see Which what happens I, I hear, and if they I both score a touchdown then you can get to say okay make a stop and then it goes into
0: sudden death but i have an end that sudden death say, on the
1: first touchdown
0: the, the problem that i have with that and like my biggest thing is is just football there there is a hundred things that impact the game you know more than 100 things that impact the game throughout the course of the game yeah it's the and most complicated say, sport in the world and and to say that like oh that game was decided from a coin toss like that that's that's no, retroactive it, football or but, or predicting me like who knows what could happen then it's it's all hypothetical
1: yeah like, but I, if I you go back the and the coin lands on the other side then probably the
0: other team does win and i but think see, that what that's happens, shitty the the one team that didn't have a say in it like the away team calls it. If anything, like then it favored the Bills. They just predicted call, wrong. At, at all, I'm gonna, I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna let you know a little secret. Calling the coin toss is not an advantage. There are two sides of a coin, and there is no human way to tell. I mean, obviously tails never fails, but <laughs> there is at, There's, Josh there's, down, there's no. Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, God bless him for doing it, but uh, <laughs> for going down with the ship there, but. I'm saying, is, if there is no the, way I, to determine, it's not an advantage but, to get to say you the, get to randomly advantage. guess a one and two chance.
0: But that's what I'm saying. It's it's random, like and that's yeah. But like, that random choice
1: like, just, decides the outcome sometimes, and I but and it, it doesn't. There's, like and there's always going to be an the advantage. The
0: of the field, and, and like that's my whole point. Like I don't know. Like I feel like if anything, if the offense turns it over immediately, the defense all they do is kick a field goal and they win like yeah or you know that's but if you let so many teams elements possess the, the ball team. that scenario still happens
1: if they I get just stop, never want to still go have to get a stop college
0: rules i just no, never want to college rules. college
1: rules i think is too much where you end up with it these favors the best offense that's all it does it, favors, it favors the best better offense,
0: offense yeah which, the point of nfl a point. the point of playoffs the sudden deathness of it which i think is part of the playoffs, like, you, you know, it's a, there's no series in playoffs. Like there aren't other sports just because of injuries and timing and all sorts of things. But well, yeah. it allows underdogs a chance to win. You know, Matt Hasselbeck won the toss. What do you do? Throw a pick six. The but game if was both over. teams
1: get to possess the ball. That still happens. All these things that you're listing, all these great outcomes, would still exist if you gave the other team a guaranteed shot at the ball at least one time. You'd still have to make a stop. You'd still have to play football. And then if they both score touchdowns, then sure, go to a sudden death like we do with Dueling. Why is it different if both teams kick a field goal than if one team kicks
0: a touchdown? scores touchdown and the other team also scores touchdown. Why is that different? My point of that is because NFL kickers are significantly better now and their range is a lot longer where it's like the teams only have to get to like the 45 yard line for some kickers. Yeah, but it's a, but it's
1: a lesser achievement and it just, it, if one team scores and the other team scores, then sure, then go to sudden death because after a certain amount of time, you just, you know, someone's going to have a slight advantage somewhere in this system. There's no perfect overtime system but it can get a lot more fair than how it is right now. And I don't know. I've been on both sides of the overtime thing. You know, I've had, I I just have a hard
0: time with this specific case being like, Oh, it was so unfair. They shouldn't have, you know, this specific case is the the golden case because Josh Allen definitely would have scored because I'm sorry. You should not allow them to get in a field goal range. with 13 seconds left. That's my whole point. Like this one, like that's unacceptable. If yeah, the but team that has that does th- that that nothing not to do. Go on. So, so you're should saying that the team on. that allows
1: the other team to force overtime should automatically lose overtime? Would you be
0: feeling this way if Josh Allen had two interceptions, two touchdowns, like a Jimmy Garoppolo performance, and they were still scoring a lot because of a good running game? Like, would you be feeling the same yeah. exact way? I
1: don't. I've think always, are. I've always been of really the opinion that I wish that NFL overtime was more akin to college, where both teams get to possess the ball. I've always been of that opinion because I just don't. I, I think it's. I dumb have a hard time a with this case because the game the should never have gone to
0: overtime. It. The game should never have gone to overtime. This this is the same but situation. This
1: is the same logic you were pulling out for that Rams <laughs> Saints uh, blown PI call where it was like, well, you shouldn't have
0: let him get there. It's like that doesn't change the they, fact that it was. But, wrong. But, but, but both teams had the both teams had a chance. Both teams had a chance in that game, so that it's a moot point. Doesn't yeah, but irrelevant. but you, but you
1: were saying that they didn't have a right to be mad about it because you hate the Saints, but also because well, yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. the Saints forever and always, and it's yeah, funny well, how their status is right now. But yeah, well, they I mean, they won a fucking Super Bowl. But anyway, um, they you know, by <laughs> illegally injuring players, by yeah, but bounties but, on players' heads. Oh but, yeah.
1: the lo- but, yeah, but the logic right. that like, well, you shouldn't have let it get to that situation. Doesn't like like it. You don't get to get away with murder because someone was out walking in a dangerous part of town. They made bad choices. You still can't shoot them. But like your whole point wrong, is both teams should be able to have the ball, which there, they doesn't did. matter.
0: Both teams no, I've never not seen not in this game. I never no, I'm but you bring up the Saints is the Saints Rams is so irrelevant because both teams had the ball. Drew Brees threw an interception. I said but it's your that same penalty, logic of they should have shouldn't have, have gotten
1: into that situation. That's what I said. I saying. said it
0: should I said it should have been a penalty the whole time. No, you said never it should said have been a penalty, but, been. but you
1: also said, Oh, <laughs> you can't say it decided the game, even though it, it quite literally did because you shouldn't have gotten into that situation in the first place. That's what you're saying here, where you shouldn't have let overtime happen in the first place if you didn't want a coin to fuck you over.
0: I I just don't want, I never am going to want them to go to a shootout style. Like, that'd be the equivalent of in that hockey season. That is the
1: lamest sentence you've ever said. What this whole need?
0: game was a shootout. We just talked no, no, no. nauseum about how offense because it's this in the whole of scope life. of it. I, I'm saying I, the shootout style in college, where they start at the 25 yard line, and no, they just be like, right, "Best much. offense wins." That's like, too that's much. That's crazy. Yeah, part that, of that's football that's too should much, But there's a middle ground where both know, teams are. opportunities and teams capitalizing on mistakes. Like I don't know. I just, I I I'm not I'm not saying the rules perfect but I just think that I'm still holding that people are having this much uproar because of the offense performance of the Bills and Josh Allen. Yeah. And that's spotlighted you know, the
1: existing problem.
0: But I just think that if, if this were a stalemate of a game defensive game, people aren't making this much fuss.
1: Well, but
0: I hope you we'll we feel that know.
1: way when the Vikings lose in the super bowl in overtime because of the lost okay. coin flip next year, I'm getting real specific with my predictions.
0: Oh wow! All right, you predict the Vikings be really good next year. Nice, cool. Yeah, that's what I took away from that. With Aaron Rodgers, conflicting <laughs> predictions. All right, uh, let's go into championship weekend. So we have three games left of the of three real legitimate Four. games left. Four, no, 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 yes. Oh well, And, right, fine. You and might, a skills you care, challenge. You might five games if you count dodgeball. Packers players will be in there. So you might care more now. So
1: will the Vikings play?
0: Well, they always were going to be. I was still wasn't going to care as much. Like I, it's the Pro Bowl. There's no benefit to it. There's no. It's not like the All Star Games and other sports where it actually impacts anything. AFC I just,
1: Championship, NFC Championship. Yep. Dodgeball, Pro Bowl, Super Bowl. <laughs> Five games.
0: Uh, all right. First, we start off AFC. We got the Bengals. Continue their Cinderella story going back to Kansas city where they were just a few weeks ago. Uh, Take on the chiefs. I got to ah. stick with my prediction here
1: that the Cinderella story comes to an end because yeah, you and I both have yeah. been perfect in our AFC prediction. Yeah. Yeah. We and have one game left. I, I can't, uh, I can't flutter now, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, we have one game left in the AFC. Um, I, I, just, I would
1: rather see the Bengals win because I, as I've talked about nonstop on this program, uh, I am a diehard Bengals fan as of last year when I adopted them and didn't forget <laughs> at all until about two weeks ago. So yeah, I, I, I really think my boys can pull it off here. <laughs> I I don't got know. Through it. Yeah, But uh, I, I, uh... I don't, I don't think they have much of a chance. I mean, you look at the way the chiefs played this last week, you know, at the end there and, they just look unstoppable. I think the Bills and the Chiefs would both probably beat the Bengals.
0: And I honestly think that, you know, the Ch- the Bengals beating the Chiefs earlier this year or a few weeks ago is actually hurting them. It's hard to um, beat a team twice. Well, Trust especially me, I team, know. Especially a great team like the Chiefs, um, where, like, you know they're gonna not make the mistakes, like you know they're gonna look back specifically at that film and be like, here's what happened, why we lost this game. Hey guys, just, we should cover this Jamar guy. Yeah, and I just I just don't see that happening again. And I mean, I, I don't know, we could see a big game from Chris Jones. Um and, and I just based on how much pressure Joe Burrow got, like I don't know, man.
1: I I just, I, and I think that that's going to be a big problem is the pressure and I'm hoping for an entertaining game. I think the Bengals can get, I think it'll be blowing. close. I don't,
0: I don't think it's going to be like a blowout or yeah, anything.
1: I think they can tap into that kind of offensive firepower they've had these last three or four weeks now and, yeah, and make it entertaining. I just don't, I don't see a way that they can be
0: up with less than 13
1: seconds left. You know, I, I don't, yeah. I don't think that happens.
0: And, and if the Bengals, you know, if they do lose the season, if their season ends, you know, this weekend. It will be a great they, success. Yeah, they, they have nothing to, you know, hang their hat on. Like, yeah, obviously, it is what it is, but, like, they have a great young team. Um, yeah, I mean, me and my fellow Bengals on, fans have a lot to be happy about for depends next Depends on Zach Taylor because some of the decisions, the fact that he tried to call a timeout on the game-clinching interception are essentially what led to the game-clinching play uh, against the Titans last week. Woof. I mean, you know, he's going to make probably something to say. He, it's going to be outcoached, I bet. I, I just, I still I, not sold on Zach Taylor. I, I feel, feel like, like Zach Taylor is like Walmart Cliff Kingsbury.
1: You know, he's like the Walmart to Cliff Kingsbury's Target, or he just like, <laughs> he's kind of don't, there.
0: Don't call Cliff Kingsbury. We, we, we love Target here. we call him uh, Walmart.
1: Come I on. I used to love Target, and then I, I started dating this blonde girl, and now I can't stand Target. I despise Target. It, it yes, it's, nice. it's just that that little section of like home goods that are all way too expensive and they're all like white. Yeah, you can't stand it. So that's that's Cliff Kingsbury to me. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't know. I think that you're right. I think there's a big coaching discrepancy. I think mm-hmm. one of the things we talked about with Wild Card weekend was situations like you know Shanahan versus McCarthy, and yeah. this is another one of those where I don't think you could ignore it.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. What do you think the line is in this game? Let's say Chiefs five and a half. Chiefs seven full touchdown cool. point. And and shockingly, the over under for this game is higher than the Bills and Chiefs fifty four and a half. So they gave this a half point more. Um, I got, I feel like that's leaning yeah. very heavy on the Bengals scoring a lot of points he, here's a prediction for you just
1: just put this one put this one in the back of your mind for for when you're watching this game uh multiple t higgins touchdowns we saw it he last week the bills shut down Diggs completely and uh you know gabe davis goes off
0: chiefs shut down Diggs completely
1: yeah whatever well the bills the bills told That's Diggs it. to just to just chill yeah <laughs> Sit down. um The Bills told digs. If you break eight yards, I swear to God, I'll cut you (laughs) on the spot. But uh, yeah. So Gabe Davis went nuclear this last week. And I think that we're going to have a similar situation probably with Jamar chase and T Higgins, maybe even, you know, a Tyler Boyd game if they, they kind of shut down both chase and Higgins, but one of these uh, second or third wide receivers is going to have a nice
0: day. Yeah. Which is something to be note too, is Tyron Matthew went out early last week Um I'm gonna be interested to see him back on the field or what his capacity is gonna be because he's obviously a massive part of that did secondary. He, did
1: he have a concussion or what happened to him? Specifically? I think
0: it was a concussion. I'm pretty sure it was a wise. head something. I just can't yeah. remember. Was it like a neck? Uh, or I don't know. Yeah, it, it knocked him out. So or it knocked him out of the game, not knocked out conscious wise, but <laughs> it dragged um, him off the
1: field. Yeah,
0: no, like he. Uh, so that's gonna be a big thing to note. Just aspe- I mean, especially because it's another great passing attack, um, a lot of weapons to throw to and. I wouldn't be surprised if you know if it is like a big like T Higgins or even and or uh, C J Uzama game. I mean, he was he's kind of their you know not secret weapon because he's known, but can, can a guy we come up with a don't...
1: nickname for him and call him the ooze? The ooze, <laughs> yeah. Or like, Uzama, or like, or like, or like big Uzi or something.
0: Big Uzi, little, little Uzi vert. Cause he just yeah. runs verts all yeah, the time. Big Uzi vert. Big Uzi vert. <laughs> big he's Uzi vert. <laughs> nice. Cred- yeah. Well, we'll have to get that on the, on the bangles Twitter world. <laughs> <laughs> big Uzi
1: vert. I <laughs> love that. Big Uzi now. vert,
0: baby. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm curious to see what the bangles try to do defensively. Because the Chiefs if anything. Offense looked unstoppable last week against a very good defense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I just don't s I, I have a really hard time seeing this game. I don't I don't see baseball. it. I hope I'm wrong. I, I don't hope I'm wrong. I want to be be right on there. And so, you know. Um, all right. NFC side, we have the third game this year between the San Francisco 49ers. And the L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams have a chance to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Um, it's a trend. Also, yeah. I mean, they have also – they're, they're going to be the first team to play uh, – could be the first team to play an NFC title game and a Super Bowl in their home stadium because the, obviously the, the Bucks did have play a Super Bowl in Raymond James last year, but they didn't play the NFC title game. Uh, I don't know where that game was played. Um, some place. Haven't you done enough? <laughs>
1: Haven't I suffered enough? No, 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 no. They were bringing up, just a a small little tangent, during the Packer-Niner game, they were bringing up, like, past Packer playoff heartbreak. They didn't mention, like, the Super Bowl the Niners lost, like, a couple years ago, but they brought up, like, 2007, when the Giants beat the Packers at Lambeau, and it was cold. Like, fuck you guys. (laughs) You know, it it was
0: losing at Lambeau, and, you know. it's I'm just like... Oh,
1: the playoff heartbreak. I'm like, one of these teams literally lost a Super Bowl with the quarterback who's
0: playing now. I just think the funny thing is, going back to the game, sorry. The funny thing is, you flip-flop that, you put that game in San Francisco, Packers win. Like, they're built better for warm weather uh, the Niners are I, built better for away. they are for cold. The way they run well, the Niners face. didn't
1: run the ball very well, though, in the cold. So but I they clearly I, I think like, the Debo it, it is more hambr- dynamic. I don't know. I just, it, you know, not in the elements. I, it, you could be right. There's no way of knowing. It certainly didn't yeah. seem to help the Packers a ton, but yeah. Um, Can we be done um, with this yeah. shit? <laughs> Jesus.
0: We'll find ways to sprinkle it in, you know, it's you, you sort want to, you just want
1: to do it every week. We have a segment where we just talk about this fucking game. Some yeah, we can fight
0: we can we'll find ways. You know,
1: middle of, middle of April, we're just talking Let's, about this fucking divisional
0: round. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get like a guest on just specifically to talk about it. You know, it's gonna be great. Gonna
1: have great. Jimmy Garoppolo on.
0: Um. All right, this game, Niners Rams. Ah, like you said, is, I said yeah. earlier, the Niners have beat the Rams six straight times. Um, for a divisional, that's. Because that that division, you know, we got Shanahan owns McVeigh. Um, McVeigh sure.
1: owns McVeigh.
0: No, McVeigh owns Carol. 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 owns Kingsbury. Shanahan.
1: Sha- oh fuck! No when one owns King- Kings- Kingsbury's just, Kingsbury. Kingsbury just. Cardinals are just kind of there. Yeah. Cardinals
0: are just kind of in there. But those three teams, like it's crazy. Cardinals um, are the are the Charlie of the group. They're the wild card. Yeah, so what it is is in the last six games, the Rams are zero and six against the Niners. Seahawks are one in five against the Rams, and the Niners are one in five against the Seahawks. So it's just, Sheesh. you know, it's it's ridiculous. But yeah, so I I don't know. That's well, the one thing I'm like, yikes. They're about to be one in six
1: because okay. I I don't think the Niners win this game. I don't think that they looked awesome last week and. I don't know, now that I'm saying this, I also just this is kind of me trying to will it into existence, which has a long and storied history of working on this show. But I really don't want to see Garoppolo in the Super Bowl because he sucks at football. And that's just my own opinion. I don't even like I don't even hate the Niners because I feel like the Packers beat themselves last week. So I'm not even like yeah. anti them. I really don't care. I just don't I just want to see like Jimmy G.
0: They're the they're the NFC boogeyman. Like no one wants to face them like they just if, if they lose in the playoffs i feel like it's either because of like they lose to themselves or like a blackout happens and then kills all their momentum like they did in the super bowl in the harbaugh bowl you know like yeah. way back when like it's i just i don't know like they're they just have everyone's number it, it seems like i think it's I gonna mean,
1: be a really good game
0: though i think it's gonna yeah, be a too.
1: classic you know nfc west those are kind of the the primetime nfc west showdowns are always really fun and usually very competitive and very close. And I think we're going to be in for something like that. I think Stafford's going to have at least one or two fucking head scratchers because he's kind of overdue for them at this point. Maybe you're feeling pick six for this game? Return to four? I mean,
0: we haven't seen one yet. And so, like, I don't know. I think we're due. And it's I thought we were going to get a
1: Winfield pick six or something like that last week. I thought that was was a shoo-in.
0: Yeah, I just... We got a fumble recovery
1: from him, but...
0: Yep, yeah, an insane play. We didn't even talk about that one. Antoine um, Winfield
1: Jr. is, like, the best guy at being near the ball of all time. Yeah, he's always... He, he did very that in college. Weird.
0: He's just always by the ball. He's His yeah. instincts are unreal. And obviously, you know, football and his family, but it's yeah. in his blood. I don't know. Just, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I so don't know. I, I'm with you on the Niners.
1: I just... How how many how many touchdowns do you think uh, OBJ gets in this game? Like like six or seven or eight or no? Because I just I, I heard tons of people hard. saying he's back and oh he's really good at fucking. It's football. really hard
0: for a defense like the The Niners defense has been unbelievable, the best in the postseason, and they've shut two very prolific, one of the best offense or best offenses in football, back to back weeks, and they have to play another one. And I I think that's really hard to do, obviously but like they're they're talented enough and like they're so well coached like i could see it happening and they they know this team so well like i just i don't see cooper cup being able to get cheap yards he's going to have to work for everything i i don't know man i think we could see a good like a pretty good jimmy g day we might be in, our, in for another for a rematch of niners chiefs like i just I, there's I something really about this team man i don't know
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't... And it goes with
0: Stafford due for a bad day. Like, I just... I don't know. I just... Stafford due for a bad
1: day. And and Jimmy, like, he's had bad days, but they haven't actually cost him anything. I think he's still due for, like, a blow-up day. So Mm -hmm. I think it kind of depends on... You know, there's a timer going on both these quarterbacks, and we don't know when it's going to go off, but whichever one happens and they collapse, that's what's going to decide this game. And when I say
0: a good Jimmy G day, I mean, like, you know...
1: 200 20, yards, no touchdowns, 20, no picks. 20
0: of like 27, 20 of 25 throws maybe like you know 230 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's like that's the day I'm thinking of. And I, I How just, many how many
1: porn stars are in that day?
0: One? <laughs> well, usually? pretty conservative. Maybe probably one for, you know, celebrate afterwards. Yeah, um,
1: I I mean this is this is DK Metcalf we're talking about here. It's usually just the yeah. one for Jimmy.
0: Yeah, he's he's he keeps it modest with that. Um, so I don't know, he's a good Christian boy. <laughs> yeah, I could be completely wrong about it. What do you think the line is on this game? I'm gonna give them three Rams, three uh, Rams, three and a half over yeah. under only 46. So I, I, I don't I think that makes sense. Sc- I don't see this being a high scoring game. I think a team that gets to 23 wins, um, you know, or 23 or more, and I just I don't see teams. I think this could be a lot of field goals. Um, and I think Robbie gold uh, being hit him being there is, is obviously the most like clutch or one of the most accurate postseason kickers. I think he's like 20 of 20 or whatever it was. Yeah. He's and, uh, he's a
1: hundred percent he's ever missed. So like, and they I make I just, sure to mention that in every goddamn broadcast.
0: Yeah. And like, I thank thank you, you know, Bears playing Galaxy Brain, letting him go just to be signed by by the Niners. And I just, I don't know, man. I I think it's going to come down to execution, and I can't bet against the Niners with that.
1: Yeah, I just think that the Niners have been overachieving. I think it's kind of been, like you said, a little bit Cinderella story for both them and the Bengals. And I think both those stories just kind of come to an end in the NFC Championship game but
0: I, yeah, I I'm with you on Bengals. I just, I predict the niners hit midnight in the super bowl. Like I just,
1: I don't is know. this cause you predicted the, the Cowboys to make it all the way. So now it's like you, you want to, that make would sure be pretty funny. Like I, you know,
0: is I just picked the wrong winner of that game. And yeah, you know, I guess I should have given more credit to the, I, I, I gave too much credit to the Cowboys offense and Kellen Moore. and Well, you thought the watermelon I mean, yes. was coming out and it
1: never came, you know, it did correct. You
0: know, were watermelonless. Yeah, he he didn't didn't bring any watermelons. I guess, so that's a bummer. Yeah, um, getting into the right. news. Yeah, so a couple news things. Um, the Chicago Bears first made the news here of signing. I guess the 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 Giants signed a GM, uh, John or Joe Shone or whatever his name is, John Shone. Um, never I never heard of him. Did he come from the pitch? No. Where'd he come from? They didn't sign a GM named
1: like Joe Schmo, did they? Because that sounds very dangerously close.
0: Joe Schoen? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, it was Joe Schoen. He I think his name is Joe Schoen. I don't don't know. know. Uh yeah, that's Right now, Adam.
1: See a real person? Is it? Yeah. Uh, just Dave Gettleman. Oh, a, the Bills. He was with the Bills. Bills. Yeah. Bills okay. is in GM. So they oh, said that's him. right.
0: Yeah. Um, he came out and said, "We're gonna we're building around Daniel Jones." So, Kevin, you get your favorite quarterback <laughs> sticking around. D Jones. then D Jones era. Right yeah, it's sticking around a little longer. It, it really uh, bothers
1: me that Danny Dimes took off so much, and it is objectively better than D Jones, but uh, but D Jones always has a special place in my heart.
0: Yeah. Um, and so then the the next move came from uh the uh Chicago Bears signing uh or hiring, I should say, Ryan Poles as their new GM. He previously was uh Chiefs executive and like player personnel. And so he ex player, I believe he played for the Bears uh as like an undrafted free agent way back when or a few a handful of years ago. It's a lineman. Um you they know, love those Ryans in Chicago. Very, yeah, <laughs> Ryan P. Um, trade out Ryan Pace for Ryan Poles. Um, Did you
1: see the meme where it was like the distracted boyfriend meme and it was like yeah, Ryan, Ryan P. P and it was like and ace was like and, and holes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and so they they drafted him or signed him. And um, I, I don't know. He's a football guy. So a lot of connections with – um, It's good to have in your football GM. It's good yeah, to be a football and, and guy. He, he's just kind of like a hard-nosed – Kind of guy, whether you want to say I think uh Pace might have been leaning more of analytical guy or analytics. I, I, I I've seen Pace's true. haircut and I, I think I know that's true, just just yeah. looking. So um and then uh, announced last night, but kind of made official today. The the Minnesota Vikings finally saw or hired their GM. We uh hired Quasi Adolfo Mensa, who is a Came, spent the last two years with the Cleveland Browns in their uh, kind of a role again, like an executive like Ryan Poles in a player personnel uh, role. I think he was vice president of player personnel. Um, previously spent seven years before them with the San Francisco 49ers, originally in their research department, worked his way up to player personnel. Uh, very, very smart guy, economics. Uh, degree from Princeton, then went to grad school at Stanford. Worked a little while on Wall Street before going into football with the Niners. So very, very bright. He very much analytics minded. Um, yeah, and and I just, was the biggest. Go ahead. I was going
1: to say. I just want to know if you regret the precedent you said a few weeks ago, making uh, fun of me for mispronouncing my GM's last name. Now that your GM has. One of the hardest to deal with last name. I didn't pronounce it. I didn't, it. I didn't no, mispronounce it. No, right, but right, right I'm just saying, right. in the heat of the moment, if you you know Kweci when you inevitably Mense. get mad at this guy, you're gonna have to you <laughs> have to do that with some passion, and I don't know how it's gonna go.
0: No, I mean, I, I've already seen people on Twitter saying Cam, um, but I I don't feel like Quacy Adolfo Mensa is kind of hard to say, like. I don't know. It's, it's hard to only, say it in Goot.
1: That's for sure. The only
0: thing that was like clarified was it's, it's Quasy, not Kwesi, Um, but that's everything else. Like Adolfo Mensa is pretty straightforward. Uh, so yeah, so he, I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean, he's a 40 year old. We clearly went into like, went from the hard nose, like football guy, um, older regime of Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman to, we're going young, we're going youth. And I, I'm okay with that. Like, you know, it's, going the opposite end of the spectrum. He's got a couple guys that he has connections with that are still, uh, coaching, uh, particular that we've already interviewed, uh, Kevin O'Connell, offensive coordinator for the Rams, um, defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans for the the Niners. Um, he does have a connection with Nathaniel Hackett, uh, who obviously is the offensive coordinator of the Packers. I heard Hackett didn't
1: have a great weekend, so I don't know if you really want him (laughs) at this point.
0: Yeah. Um, and I got I gotta keep an eye out for uh just from the San Francisco connection is Mike McDaniel, their offensive coordinator, who's kind of a fast riser. I don't know if that's the the right move for his his current career right now, but you know, a lot of guys that are kind of a little earlier than expected, but he everything we've seen is very bright from him. So I don't know, there's a couple of guys that keep an eye keep an eye out for it. Does look good because he has no connections to Todd Bowles, Leslie Frazier, um Dan Quinn. So that's really good. Uh, because I was all out on them. Um, I I'm leaning Dan less on I can't wanting wait. full offensive mind. Uh, as long as they don't meddle in the other side of the ball like Zimmer seemed to do, and kind of try to rule with an iron fist. What I do like is the one of the biggest things that we've seen about Quesiodolfo Mensa is he is a very strong. He's been praised for his communicating and his collaboration, which clearly was what was missing the last few years. Kind of people just not working with others and thinking what they're doing is correct, which we don't. Is not great. I mean, football is. How does he is, feel
1: about about jeans or grills or <laughs> or grilling in your jeans with foil? How does he feel about those things?
0: I don't know. Remains to be seen. I haven't. I haven't personally met the man. So, <laughs> what if they asked
1: uh, him? Like even like like the this is the weird question sheet. It's just like shit yeah. about jeans.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, I'm I'm happy with it. it. Everything points that he was our top pick. So. That's always nice to see with that. A little bird um,
1: told me that uh, Mr. Poles was your top pick. And
0: this is who's, the, a, little, the who's second a little bird bears fans. Uh, it was someone on Twitter. I don't know. They, they yeah, probably weren't even verified. Go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy with it as a Vikings fan, Jake, I don't know how you feel, but like, I'm happy with the signing or the hiring. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's a completely different turn than what we were used to. And, mm-hmm. uh, in all honesty, I mean, I read up a lot. I mean, because I'll be honest, I didn't know anything about him before today. Um, so I read up a ton yeah. on him. It anyone being like- mad? Anyone being mad that we got him instead of polls? It's like you didn't know who either of these guys were two weeks ago. Call exactly. the fuck down. <laughs> I, like, know. I am Pat. Chill out. Yeah, chill out. <laughs> I love that on Twitter, like the especially with Vikings fans, like they're all saying like, "Oh, the Wilfs." the wolves sucked out like they're bad owners yeah. because they didn't get the guy. And it's like, you didn't know who either of these guys were two weeks right. ago. Right.
1: It really bums me out to hear people disparage fellow owners like that. Like it's a hard job and we're out here doing is you know, the best that we can. It's not perfect, <laughs> but
0: make it work. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my thoughts on it. I mean, obviously will I'm on head coach watch now of just waiting to see um, reports. Word that came out said we're expected to be, hiring our guy early this week when they said last weekend and then said with following then our head coach is probably a week prior or week after. So it could be less a week from now. We might know who our head coach is. So what if I you just, guys hire Sean Payton? What are you going to do? Out. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm out of that. I don't know. I just, so you just wouldn't cheer for the team anymore or no, I would obviously cheer for the team. I just, I don't... That's not happening. We're not going to be doing that. Well, so, like, no, if I'm it not did... Gonna, I'm not going to give this any life because it's not happening. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. No. Okay. No. I don't need to cheer on a butthole mouth, so... No. <laughs> uh Yeah, his mouth is like a butthole. It's so... His pursed lips... <laughs> His purse lips, man. He's, he's really like... good at the skull, though. He's super <laughs> yeah, good right, at it. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's really good at you know jinxing his team. He had a great <laughs> choke sign too. Yeah, so that was nice. It was a massive freezing cold take. Um, I will. Yeah. So he obviously re- retired or stepping away. I don't know. I think maybe he's consulting on a of...
1: Kevin James movie right now. I'm yeah, not sure. I think
0: he's waiting on maybe Mike McCarthy or a certain head coach in Dallas being fired since that's where he got his start maybe yeah. and also i just like it is funny that like they are over 70 million in in, in the red in cap uh debt mm-hmm. here with a you know a guy that should be playing special teams as their quarterback and i think it's just like the biggest like i'm out sorry not my problem yeah
1: like like it's not like you know the the situation's on fire and you're like well I better, well, be, I better be hitting the old dusty I, trail. It, it, it's,
0: it's the Magic Johnson, I ain't going to be here. Like, you yep. know, he's just like, not my problem. Like, nope. Yeah, and, I mean, you you lose Drew Brees, you lose yeah, Sean just,
1: Payton, and Michael Thomas is dead? I think alive. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe who, he's somewhere. Has anyone seen him does recently? Does he play football? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And, and no, I, I the, the only saving grace being that if Tom Brady does retire and the Bucks have to, you know, make some cap sacrifices – That whole division is just going to fucking suck, but
0: yeah, yeah, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. So I don't know. I sucks to suck. (laughs) It's my thoughts on that matter. Um, I don't know. is an anti Saints podcast. Yes, we are. Yep. Um, I don't have Any anything else here? Majority. Um, No,
1: I think we've gone Um, on long. Do you want to talk about the Packer game real quick?
0: Yeah, so the Packers <laughs> lost the 49ers. Cost <laughs> me money. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> we have a we have a six hour podcast episode or we just break it
0: down play by play. Yeah, so on this play. Um, all right. I I think that's gonna do it. Um it's been a long one. It shouldn't be. This will probably be the longest one, just because we talked about all games like at uh, length.
1: Also, thoughts and prayers to uh, Jake who went zero for four uh, this week.
0: In yeah, playoff predictions. Wow. I thought <laughs> we <laughs> could go through the whole. podcast. You, <laughs> you know, know, it's just not not great. Yeah, it, it's officially sadly over. Like the rest, like doesn't matter because yeah, because we, have, cause the we same... have the
1: same, and you're one game
0: ahead. So there you go. Yeah. And I, yeah, you, know, you you can't catch me. Like I can still you can you extend it. I can extend no, but it to two but, games,
1: but yeah, yeah, that's it.
0: But still, that's pretty good for you know we it's have a better than we normally do. Yeah, and so I, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> that's pretty cool. So. Yeah, yeah, not not terrible at predictions, but or at least yeah, Jake, we, we aren't yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was all good. until this week. Someone told me the Packers were going to win the goddamn Super Bowl. Jake. It was all parts. Jake's yeah, were it is just you know that that's the way that that was a, that was a Kevin move where he he gambles something just so he's like I can never be wrong if that actually happens. Oh, yeah, I was right with Jake. Jake only gambled yeah a modest no, amount of
1: money. I gambled yeah. all of my happiness and joy. So well, you know what's y- more important you to find something else small amount of
0: money probably. Yeah, you you to find something else. I guess to be happy about you know. It's a long day. off season for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah might end this weekend. So um, shit. Right. <laughs> I shouldn't I think <laughs> yeah. my super pro bangles are yeah. gonna get killed. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever presented by 10,000 Takes. You can go to their website at 10 ktakesmncom Find them on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok and Instagram. If you just search 10k takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever 10k, where you post our episodes each week as well as clips, links. Other memes, highlight videos, any NFL content we're going to be posting and commenting on. You can also find links to all of our socials on there where we're a little more active, a little more biased, a little more emotional, maybe hurtful, um, angry, whatever you want to call it.
1: Not not Um, anymore.
0: I'm numb. It's yes over. probably more sad as we near the end of the nfl season sadly uh, you, you were like join me brother and i came to the sad half
1: of twitter and i was like this yeah
0: is... i mean I, i've been here man i've been it's here a bummer <laughs> so it's uh, i got a nice little home for myself it's it's great uh, I'm, so I'm on your couch it's great. yeah i'm i'm all set up and you can just bum on the couch for a little bit <laughs> um <laughs> i i've been your host as always adam osdras joined by my co-host kevin Olm, and producer jake george all right, Kevin. Two final words, especially as your your team season is official. Pain.